Hey everyone, this is the Still in Motion podcast where we talk about dance and dance photography from both sides of the camera. I'm Jonathan. I'm Catherine. And, and this is our last episode yes. of the year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we've been. So, well, and this is a me problem. We've been so bad about hosting our episodes on time, so I'm sorry, everyone. But thank you for uh, sticking around. It's been it's been a crazy <laughs> year for us. Uh, and probably this, everybody else. Yeah, but like this fall, I think in particular has just, has just been very uh, up and down for the two of us. A lot of new things, a lot of challenges, a lot of new changes that are good, good challenges, but just a lot of new things. So uh, yeah, I'm actually very glad that we kept doing this podcast. It was nice to have this, uh, I was going to say anchor, but it's like a buoyant anchor because it kept moving. Yeah, <laughs> we but didn't, still, we didn't it's always something... Record. <laughs> something regular and it's almost a little bit like keeping a journal or something it's kind of fun yeah this whole year and this whole pandemic we've had these episodes you know i was like in michigan and i didn't have any work and then had too much work and you know your transition and jobs and stuff it's kind of cool to have it all out there so yeah it's nice having this like weekly check-in almost where we get to just talk about what's going on and then like oftentimes there are things that we can't talk about on the podcast yet so then after we hit stop recording then we keep talking (laughs) so yeah i like that's been nice that's been great um but let's get into this because today we're keeping it short and sweet because we've got things to do (laughs) Uh, we're busy (laughs) quick quick update how's your computer were you able to recover your hard drive um, so I have so far not been able to recover my hard drive, oh, no. but I'm going to work on that in the new year. But what I was able to do, um, because I'm like crazy about not formatting my SD cards, is I was able to create a new Lightroom catalog on Dropbox and re-import all of the raw files off of all of my my cards Dang. Uh, and <laughs> um, sort of start over. So I have a lot of images. I basically was able to save most of my images from at least half of this year. Um, including like the photo shoots that I had been doing and the show that I took pictures of. And then I was just able to re-edit everything. So when you say everything, you mean like all of your past shoots, like everything, everything? I mean, no, just the past. The only ones I was able to save for sure were the past three that I've been doing, like those free ones I've been doing outside. And then that one performance that I did. Gotcha. Um, I have a different hard drive for stuff. Um, Bates Dance Festival and before. So this was really just like the hard drive of this year and a half, okay. which did have all of the the photos for like all of the shows that I had been doing. But when I finish editing stuff, I export the edited images to like Dropbox. So it's not like I've lost all of the final images. I've just lost all of the raw files and their edits. Gotcha. Well, and But I might be able files, to recover it. You'd like, I mean, I've been starting to delete all my raw files once I'm, yeah. I've delivered them anyways. So that's not as big a deal. It's not too bad. But I do like to go back and like re-edit things sometimes. And there were lots of photos that hadn't been exported yet um, from just like, you know, I'll export like a, if it's like a, a show or a job or something, I'll export it and send it. But when it's just like me walking around taking pictures of stuff, I don't always call the edit finished and like export it. I uh-huh. just like leave it in Lightroom for a while. Um, but I'm still hopeful that I can recover things on that hard drive because um, I, you know, I didn't like format it or anything. I think it's just kind of not being recognized by my computer right now. But I was able to, you know, deliver the photos to all the people who were waiting for them from me. So that was good. And I'm now caught up and now I'm using Dropbox for everything. 
So going forward, like I'll be going home for Christmas and New Year's and stuff, and I'll be able to take pictures of my dog again. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I have now a system of like that I'll be able to to work on them just on Wi-Fi without using the hard drives anyway. So it might kind of be a good thing at the end of the day. Wait, so you're um, editing so we'll off Dropbox, like off the yeah. cloud? Isn't that well? I'm syncing it. No, I'm syncing just the single folder. So like the Lightroom catalog and then that folder of images onto my hard drive just during the editing process. And then oh, it automatically syncs back to Dropbox when I'm not using it. Gotcha. Um, so it, it works really fast and, and everything. It just, I was skeptical to do that at first because I was like, what if I need to work on photos when I don't have Wi-Fi? But I mean, now I'm always just at home doing it anyway. So nice. it's been fine so far. Yeah, since you were telling me about your hard drive crash, I went and uh, resubscribed to Backblaze to get like a oh, nice. cloud copy. I yeah, had it for a, a while, idea. but then it took, I never got a finished backup of my system because my internet speed and file size were too big and all that. And I was like, ah, oh, screw this. But then I was like, eh, I should have this. So it's, it's running again now. And yeah. it's chopping away at all the files I need to backup. Very smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, pivoting. So yesterday I filmed a virtual nutcracker for the first time. Oh, cool. And I mean, it seems like everyone's doing virtual nutcrackers now. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how like this one turns out compared to how other studios are doing it, but it was fun. It was at the studio. It was for the studio that I teach at, but we had okay. to go to another studio that was like an hour away because they were the only ones that were not re-shutting down. <laughs> like our original oh, yeah. venue said we we can't do it anymore which was sad but it was a full day my back is so sore now because i was using the gimbal all day and i think it turned out well i was starting to look at the footage but uh i don't know it's just between that and i've been doing this zoom performance with uh andy summer playhouse with orange grove dance and it's just so cool to see how arts are continuing to you know adapt to whatever situation is going on and you know, whether it kind of it means to or not, it's always reflective of the current times, even mm -hmm. something like Nutcracker, which is so steeped in tradition, like the fact that it now has all been transitioned to online, virtual, you know, and we're making it work. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's it's cool. You always just yeah, you read more into it depending on what's happening, like in the outside world. It's like my um, the dance company I was in in high school, Southwest Virginia Ballet, my dad is still like performing in that Nutcracker because he's amazing. the grandfather. Um, and they did they did like a virtual, they filmed the show um, and then I watched it. Um, and it's crazy, like they, all of the choreography was more or less the same. So social distancing was not a thing, but they all wore their masks, which, you know, totally fine, totally safe. I'm on board with that. Um, but it was, it made me kind of sad because it was all of these people like, you know, giving hugs and dancing together and holding hands and at this like in-person party, you know, at the beginning mm -hmm. and like Clara travels and, you know, it was sort of was just such a reminder of like all of the things that we haven't been able to do this year. Um, it, like, it, you know, looking into the past of like, I hope that stuff can come back, not just like can dance and art come back, but like, can the stuff that happens in a show like that come back too? Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Yep. Oh, um, <laughs> I kind of want to, is there a, a recording? I kind of want to see your dad in the Nutcracker. Yeah, sure. Um, well, it's on YouTube. <laughs> oh, perfect. So send me the link. I can send you the link. You can also just YouTube search like Southwest Virginia Ballet, the Nutcracker. 
Um, he did a great job. Good job, Dad. <laughs> nice. I mean, the nice thing about the Nutcracker is the music is so old. You don't have to worry about music copyright. You can just put on YouTube. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's crazy how I mean, vi- I mean, video really is. I think the the way things are going now because I've gotten so many job requests for video, like dance related things, but like all video for 2021. And like to the point where I'm, the the projects are all big enough where I like, I'm booked. Like I can't really do much more Um, Mm. like that. And I've been looking more at like motion graphics because I think that's also kind of the next thing when it comes to like social media content and all that. So, and then, uh, it's, <laughs> I like photography better, but it feels like I'm going to be doing more video <laughs> work in 2021. Yeah, well, I think that's maybe more needed right now. I know. Luckily, you know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I have the equipment, but it's, yeah. after after yesterday, my back really got wrecked a little bit. So I, I spent like an hour last night looking up other gimbal systems to help support my back. And they're just all very expensive. I was like, oh, I guess I might need to just invest in this if... I'm going to be doing these longer shoots more on my own. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So let's say what is a goal? Like what's a business goal for 2021 and what's a dance goal for 2021? Uh, Whatever that means for you. The dance goal is easy for me. It's just to like try to get back into it. Um, even though I'm like, I'm not into doing any sort of dance on zoom or video, like, I don't know. I'm hopeful for dance classes in person, being able to kind of come back this year. And as soon as they are, I'm going to be there doing them on Sundays and Mondays when I'm free. Um, but yeah, just, just like sort of make dance a part of my life again, um, would be awesome. Um, and I guess then that brings up the question, like, if in-person dance doesn't actually come back, then am I willing to, like, actually do more things on Zoom to make that happen? As of now, my answer is probably no. Um, there are lots of things I'd rather do off of Zoom in my free time than do dance classes on Zoom. Um, but I'm pretty hopeful, like, with the vaccine kind of out there now and just more time that um, we'll be able to dance in person together. Because I, I do think, like, outside of... New York it is happening like people are wearing masks and dancing together I don't know why it's like dance classes are still not possible here in the city but um okay yeah so that's like a dance goal why don't you do your dance goal now while I think about my other things (laughs) okay my dance goal is similar I want to get more plugged in with the dance community again in general um I've I've done a really bad job of you know going to sessions and keeping up with people that you know my friends in like the freestyle community especially Mm-hmm. And I just want to like get back to training and I want to get back to kind of sessioning when possible. And I just want to kind of get that back into gear um, because I miss that. I That's something I still want to get better at. And you really do need to be with other people um, to get better in the freestyle community. It's hard to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Are there people like meeting up and doing stuff and that you're just not going to or is it not really happening yet? Uh yeah, there were lots of sessions happening outside. A lot of it was it was always, I always had the issue where I had rehearsal or I had work and uh, you know I just didn't mm-hmm. I couldn't go. Um, but I'm hoping now that my schedule is more flexible that I can prioritize it more now because a lot of times yeah. it was like dance plays. It was like 
people would session Friday nights. And Friday nights, I always had to edit something for Dance Place because there was like a show going on, you know, right. or, or there's like a Wednesday rehearsal or a session. But I had rehearsal with Orange Grove, things like yeah, that. Yeah, that'll be nice. You can now like kind of prioritize that in your schedule more. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. All right, business um, goal. Business goals. Well, it's so weird because for me now my like freelance photography business is sort of a side project. I mean, I'm allowed to still well, do classic it. Classic kids then. What's a classic kid goal? Well, no, but like my my actual like photography business goal. I'll do that one first. Um, is like so I've been doing these little like free photo shoot meetups, and that's been like super nice <laughs> to do. Um, and just like really fun and refreshing to do that kind of photography as opposed to what I'm doing all day, every day, otherwise. Um, and especially seeing that I was able to like at the peak of our holiday season, still make time for that with a broken computer. Like it really made me remember that when we're not that busy at Classic Kids, I'll definitely have time to continue doing like photo shoots and dance performance gigs when I have the time. Um, so I think my freelance photography goal is to just sort of not give up on it yet even though it seems like i'm doing photography all the time it's like really rejuvenating for me to be doing stuff with the dance community um and along those lines i need to finish updating my website which sort of dropped off at some point in the pandemic so to kind of like sort of regroup all of my business stuff together and figure out like can i still charge people for stuff does that kind of go against my classic kids contract i just need to like kind of sort it out and make a game plan because um, I do think things are going to start like I've already gotten gotten offers to take pictures of shows and stuff already. And I think more of that stuff is going to just start happening into the new year. Um, so I need to be ready for it. Figure nice. out really what I can do and what I can't do. Um, and then for, I mean, classic kids, it's just to like kind of keep getting better at it you know i officially survived the holiday season Woo! um which congratulations thank you was, was it was hard work like it was probably i probably worked harder than i worked in college at any point this doing the holiday season at classic kids especially having done it with like out the normal training that somebody would get because i was kind of thrown into it pretty fast um like I learned so much and I just think that next year the holiday season will like just having this year behind me will be easier going into it. I'll have a little bit more of a sense of like what's going to happen and how to deal with different situations. Um, so that'll be good, but really just to like keep pushing forward and getting better at every aspect of the job. So um, and then also to balance it well with like life because I need to also like get sleep and do things outside of work occasionally. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Um, quick side note: when you said yeah. like you've worked harder than you ever did in college, I mean that's the way it should go. Like you keep getting better, you keep striving to do I that. Don't you know. know. <laughs> I think college is supposed to be this time where like you're not really sleeping, you're living you're only working there's no like life involved right you just like work all day every day for four years and then you get this degree and then once you're like a real adult with a real job you're supposed to work hard but you're also supposed to have time for like meals and sleeping i think i don't know because i feel like well, i feel like <laughs> okay, this could take a, this could be a longer conversation but like when you're in college you also don't really know what you're doing yet and after college is when you really start to define your goals and like you have a clear thing you're working toward and that's when you need to put 
in your effort, especially if you're a freelancer. All I'm saying is, if there are any like college students listening to this, expect to work much more and much harder than you are right now once you get out of college. That's all I'm saying. Okay, you're right. When you're out of college, you will work way harder than you worked in college if your career is such that that's what's happening. But then it's the bigger question of like, is that healthy? I don't know. This is a whole different episode. We'll talk about this in 2021. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How hard people are supposed to work these days and if it's good or bad. Uh, But yeah, what about you? What are your, I mean, you have a whole new business structure starting in the new year. Yeah. Well, and this isn't even like a 2021 goal. This is a like, I need to do this over the next two weeks thing. Um, some of it, but for my YouTube channel, I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna start simple. I want to do a monthly newsletter. That's my goal. One newsletter a month to start. Hopefully, getting um, people kind of more plugged in that are really like focused on my niche, so I can. Because eventually, I want to start like doing workshops or something to you know earn some income from from the channel. So my next step for the YouTube channel is. A monthly newsletter for my freelance work i don't know oh it's so hard i like i i think something i just need to do in general is just get a better um handle on my finances like the bigger picture budgeting and all yeah. that so i don't know that's kind of, that is kind of vague i don't have like a clear thing for 2021 for that uh well i think the goal just is like figure it out fig like figure out all of the details because like this happened to me where like the business just sort of snowballs and starts taking off and then you look back on it and you're like wait why am i spending so many hours doing this stuff like we had a guest who was talking about who was it he was talking about like time sheeting everything out oh jacqueline yeah like even stuff like that oh i wonder if her app is done yet at this point oh we should, check, yeah. we should ask her all right <laughs> um yeah i just need to figure out a good workflow for my business and i need to i need to i need to figure out a good system for like my budgeting and like invoicing and all that because that's it's because up until this point it's always been a oh i know you yeah don't worry about you know and let's just, just kind of pay me and i don't really have to worry about it too too much but now that this is going to be a a bigger part of my life, I need to structure yeah, it more. Yeah, we should maybe like off the podcast have like a brainstorming hour or something yes, where please. we like <laughs> talk about our like pricing and what is fair pricing and price sheets and invoice, like all of that stuff. Because I need to work on that stuff too. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. We'll schedule that. All right. But let's get into capture critique. Capture critique. we're trying to keep this episode shorter, which getting kind of long again they're always the same length no matter what we intend (laughs) before we started i was like if we're gonna keep this short let's not do capture critique and Catherine was like no i finally have photo shoot pictures i I know i haven't had photos for like all of 2020 to share now i finally do all right well Um, i'll look at yours first then okay um oh i saw this one on i think your instagram or like maybe the dancer posted it or uh this uh, one hasn't been shared yet but it's from that same shoot so okay so the lighting is beautiful. You have that like golden hour glow. Everything is very warm toned, uh, very soft shadows on the dancer because it's backlit. I see the sun glare kind of peeping out through the leaves on the right hand side. 
uh, dancer is in the middle and focuses kind of down. Um, the first thing actually I, I noticed is her tattoo, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love the color. It's just so warm and inviting. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I mean, I'm curious. I'm assuming this is her like improvising. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the shape is like, it's always a little weird with the modern dancers where like, you know, there aren't like clear cut shapes like with ballet necessarily. Uh, So like, I don't necessarily have like notes on the shape because I can tell that it was kind of like a cut in between. Well, she was improvising, but it was also definitely like directed of like different scores we were working on and like do this again. Don't look this way. Uh Direct your focus that way um, the whole time. And something we were kind of playing with was just like a body in spaces. So like definitely not having anything too like virtuosic or posy, Posy. but just sort of like being like dancers comparing like work with regular humans and like family photography to like dancer humans like dancers just have this like (laughs) physical presence where you know like if a random person that wasn't a dancer was standing like this it would just look like they were confused or something but yeah having like this is my friend alan she sort of just like exudes this like presence Mm -hmm. that like a regular person the same shape wouldn't make any sense yeah. You know, and most of her images from the shoot, I was like, I was going through them trying to pick one for capture critique are sort of just variations on like up close, like gestural stuff, but they all have like so much content in them. Like they're, they're simple, but they're, it's, it's really cool. Um, and I, I hadn't done a lot of photo shoots basically ever before these last three. So it's been kind of interesting comparing like body posture from working uh-huh. with like moms <laughs> you yeah. know like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really fascinating to me and i like how um she's in the middle but she's kind of framed by the leaves like it like the on the right hand side it's curving up and around her on the left hand side it's kind of cur- it's like underneath her so she's like in this empty space in between mm-hmm. the leaves um okay i'm gonna guess this was at sunset uh let's see shutter speed one over 200 f 2.8 at like 70 millimeters iso iso oh gosh uh this is the hardest part i think 800 i'm i'm totally just throwing numbers you out there. okay and um just for fun which camera <laughs> your r wow you are very close on almost all of these. So it was at sunset, which at this time of year was 349. Um, the shutter speed was 1 320th of a second, f2.8, yes, always. Um, focal length, 70 millimeters. You got hey! that exactly right. Um, ISO was 400, and it was taken on the R. And what's kind of cool about this image is it's not really edited. Um, oh, nice. It, I like, yeah, this is like basically exactly what it looks like straight out of camera so that's kind of fun i love when you can i mean i love editing photos i've submitted others like that brunch one where like i completely changed the color of stuff Mm -hmm. um but it's also kind of a fun puzzle to like get something to look the way you want it just straight out of camera um so that was kind of cool with this one 
Uh, anything else? Uh, should we look at yours? No, it looks good to me. Let's move on. It's cool. Okay. It's not the dancing dog one because that was last episode. Ooh, this is cool. Okay, I think I saw... I saw in your story or you posted one from this shoot, but not this same image. Um, but it's really cool. So it's taken on the mall in D.C. Um, so there's like, what is this, the Washington Monument? Yep. Which, yeah, great. Um, like right behind, but it's it's cool. And, the, and there's a dancer in the front. Um, and it's cool because it's like, it's out of focus, but it's not so out of focus that you can't tell what it is, but it's definitely like soft on the edges um what is this dancer story i don't i don't know what genre this is uh it's indian dance i'm not sure i think it's Bharatnatyam, but i could be wrong but it's some form of indian dance i don't want to like mess it up but it's it's some form of uh dancer posed in the front um love that he's looking to the side not straight at the camera um it's cool the colors are kind of like i'm guessing this was like sunrise i want to say or sunset um but the light seems like i'm gonna say sunrise it's really soft um the quality of the light here let me see i need to download this actually i'm just looking at it in google drive here we go um yeah it's like super sharp definitely taken with your new camera but i think that's just a given at this point (laughs) yeah um i'm gonna say like ah this is this one's hard because i don't know how far back 70 millimeters maybe one two hundredth of a second f uh um f 3.2 3.2 uh ISO 600 that felt were, totally arbitrary by the way you were close with most of them uh oh, cool. it was f 3.5 I don't know if it, can you go to 3.2 I don't know I just in, sort of made that up our, <laughs> um I think it goes from 2.8 to 3.5 okay uh, well I was close then a uh, one over 250th of a second Okay. ISO 125, and it was okay. at 95 millimeters. 95. Okay, so you were using your 70 to 200. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. And this so, was sunrise. Wow, okay, cool. Our, back to our discussion of sunrise versus sunset. Something just told me that this was morning <laughs> light. Um, this one's an interesting shot because since I kind of know how big the Washington Monument is in the back because I've seen it before, Um I know this wasn't taken like at, you know, 30 millimeters because it would look much smaller, right? Mm-hmm. For like yeah, people and this wondering is, how it's we on the other stuff. end of the reflection pool. So we were like yeah. across the yeah. water. Yeah. But like if you had gone to 200 millimeters and walked further back, if that was possible, the monument oh, yeah. would have seemed either even bigger behind him, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So yep. you kind of want this sweet spot where like he doesn't look too small and the monument too big it would have been possible you know with the right lens to make the monument the same size as him like stuff like that i find super cool and like get super obsessed about 
but like it's sometimes an intentional choice on the scaling between two objects and then sometimes it's like not I don't know. Were you trying to make it scaled this way or was this just like how far back you could go? Uh, it's just kind of how far back I was able to go. And I liked that it wasn't too, too small in the background. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of all I was focusing on. Um, but this Looks is actually, really I was there for a video shoot actually with him. We were like, he had a piece he wanted to film in front of the monument um, and with the water. And then at the end, I just grabbed a couple pictures more to use like as the thumbnail for the video. Um, mm -hmm. But this was one of the ones that I also liked that I cropped as a square. Instead. Did you pose him like this or did, was he improvising? The This was more posed because um, this was at the very end. So I, I had already seen him dancing. And so I kind of said, hey, let's try this kneeling pose. But then he also, you know, he, he made adjustments. And then I told okay. him, like, look off camera instead of looking at the camera. Because like this is hard because if you don't have like experience with this genre of dance, like how would you be like, yeah, put this hand here, put this hand there? Yeah, no, he did that. It, I was just, I just said like kneel <laughs> and look off okay. camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I really, really like it. Colors are really nice. Um, did you pick Sunrise? Uh, Yes, more actually because for the video, I was hoping we would beat the crowds that usually are there at sunset but it was surprisingly okay. busy at like 6 a.m in the morning i don't i saw at least 10 engagement photographers doing sessions oh wow like it's crazy everyone had the same idea like let's beat the crowds and good lighting <laughs> yep <laughs> you and all the photographers there That's yeah funny um cool well i love it it's a great photo um yeah, there's a random runner in the background that I missed that I was kind of lazy. To, I didn't feel like taking out. But if I was um, like submitting this or something, I would have maybe taken it out. That person. I mean, this kind of opens up the question of how much editing do you do? That person, I'd maybe remove. And then if you're going along the lines of removing stuff, there's also like that, that dark thing, thing in the, in the middle yeah, of the pool of light. And then in the back, there's like a spike to the left of the monument that's kind of sticking up. You could remove oh, that too. Yeah. I totally and then once that. you start, you know, panning through, I'm sure there's like other little things. But I didn't even notice the runner until you said um, that there were other people there. And then I was like, oh, there's a person. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should just wrap it up there because we got yeah, things to I do. Think, and that was yeah. a good episode. Um, Just back to goals and things. I think we should do more of those like themed capture critiques like we did with the dogs in the new year yep. yeah, once yeah. we have more time and whatnot and actually like we can even specifically try to like book photo shoots and stuff or what you know like mm -hmm. make things happen to like go to achieve a certain thing yeah totally i agree um yeah and even if it's like kind of vague like then we can see art we can get creative on our own spins off of mm -hmm. it but that would be really fun yeah and it's i just especially say thank cool you that both of us both of us submitted like this week like solo outdoor dance at sunrise or sunset you know mm -hmm. so like it's kind of fun to be able to compare to like i don't know having something in the background versus just light in the background and mine also had like a couple of random people um on the side yours had a runner oh actually no i cropped them out mine used to but i removed them oh tricky haha -ha. <laughs> anyway uh, well thank you again everyone for listening to our podcast it's been fun uh and i don't know i feel like it's still those like one of those 
this is just a conversation for us, but hopefully people find it helpful just listening to two freelancers figure it out as we go. Um, And hopefully 2021 brings some good news or some more good news, better news. I don't know. I'm sure it will. 2020 has been a mixed bag. Yeah. 2020 hasn't been all bad. Right. That's what I said, mixed bag. Yep. Um, Anyway, should we wrap it up? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, Wow, I haven't done this in a while. I got it, though. I got it. Um, Make sure you send us an email if you have any thoughts or questions at stillinmotionpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at stillinmotionpodcast and make sure to check out my Instagram at katherine.butler and Jonathan's at Media, and then all of the other various ones that we run as well. (laughs) including you know jonathan's youtube thing and classic kids and thanks to shannon mcconnell for the music at the beginning and end of each episode and amanda blythe for our graphic design and jillian sanders for editing each of these episodes for us and i think that's it happy new year happy new year everybody bye bye